Welcome to the Age of Audio. My name's Graham Brown from the award-winning podcast agency Pickle & Co. The Age of Audio is a series of conversations with thought leaders and changemakers in the world of audio. That's podcast, radio, and social audio converging with big data to create engaging and authentic content for a new generation of listeners. All right then, Jorge, tell me about the Spanish-speaking market in podcasts, because for so long, podcasts have been English-speaking, you know, the dominant narrative format. How are you doing now in Spanish-speaking world? Well, I think Spanish-speaking podcasts are now like the thing, right, that's on the rise, the new it in the podcasting uh, industry. I believe, you know, the previous five years that's been... And, and before that, the previous 20 years that was, you know, led by English speaking audience. But now you're seeing in Spanish audiences like, like a booming period where we're seeing a lot of new companies like uh, podcast networks, just new in the game and, and doing a lot of high quality shows. Back when I started two years ago, we didn't have that. Like we had the US shows and people who listen to podcasts in Mexico and Latin America in general would probably be people that would be listening to shows in English, right? Mm. And now and now you're seeing that trend shift toward, you know, people who are listening to podcasts in Spanish because, you know, they're getting that good. And that's had like a domino effect where now... We, we can see that more people, like famous people, are getting into it, right? Like actors, even directors, right? Like, and even, you know, like entrepreneurs, they're getting into it and they're getting into it like in a serious way. And we haven't seen that before in these countries and in this language. And the people who started before that, the people who started back when things weren't that hot in the Spanish market that they had like very niche audience and they were growing, you know, their, their content organically and, and growing it in towards a long-term vision. Now we're seeing that those people are really, you know, well-established in the, in the podcasting scene. Uh, they have really good numbers and, you know, they're, they're like the, in a sense, like the pioneers of podcasting, but obviously they're using a lot of what has worked previously in English, right? They're, they're using a lot of those formulas that they know worked for other podcasters. And sometimes they, they will have like a podcaster that they follow from a US-based show and they're trying to do the same thing, but to a Spanish-speaking audience. Right. So we're, we're seeing a lot of that. So do you have a, a serial or a Joe Rogan in Spanish? I don't think we have a serial yet, but we do have some pretty good investigative journalism turned into, you know, audio storytelling. And we have not the Joe Rogans of the world, but we do have some something like the Tim Ferriss or the um, the rich roles of the world where you know they're more like based around a a audio and video presence as well but uh their format i would say what differentiates them between joe rogan is that you know joe rogan is that famous right but these guys are more um 
aren't that famous yet, but I think in the future we'll definitely see, you know, some deals happening like like we did with Joe Rogan in in Spanish speaking countries, you know. Who are they? Give us some names that we have to look out for, listen out for. Yeah. Well, since we started, like we heard a lot about this guy called Oso Traba and he has this podcast called Cracks, right? Like you know, for uh, entrepreneurs and all sorts of, you know, leaders. And so they're all, they're all cracks in, in their own worlds. And so also Trava um, interviews these people and, and tries to get, you know, the best things out of everybody. And, and so he's a guy that's been uh, in the scene for a while and, and he's been, you know, famous and sort of a, a, a reference, right? When we get asked about, you know, I want to do a podcast. One of the, you know, most common references we get is this guy, Oso Traba. Uh, we also have this guy from Monterey called Diego Barrazas. And he's, his podcast is called The Mentes, like uh, literally insane. But he also makes like a word play where The Mentes could mean uh, like of minds, right? So it's like mental, and he also does interviews. He, he is now moving into interviewing like more famous people and sort of MCs. And he's doing, you know, his video production is getting better and better every episode. And his audience is growing tremendously. So that's one of the guys you must keep an eye on. And then there's this guy who has this podcast called Libros para Emprendedores. I have to get you this guy's name because I, I don't have it at the tip of my tongue, but but you definitely need to keep an eye on, on him because he has one of the most uh, successful podcasts, not only in, in Spain, where he's from, but but in all you know the Spanish speaking ecosystem. He's he's right now, I would say like the probably the biggest the biggest podcast around and one of the guys that's been able to you know construct a formula for success right so he he his podcast libros para emprendedores basically tackles books for entrepreneurs right and so it's a very simple idea but he's been doing it consistently and he's been doing it in a you know with a good quality and so, and so now he's become sort of this these, uh, digital marketing guru and this podcasting guru. And, and so he's also doing Clubhouse events now uh, where, where you can chat with him and ask him questions. So in the Spanish speaking world, so all the way from Spain down through Caribbean, Central America, South America, when it comes to podcasts, Paul, is there one country in particular that is leading, that really is influencing the others, or are everybody very much localized content? Yeah, I would say that you have your hotspots, right? Obviously, and I'm going to be, you know, very specific about Spanish speaking because you have Brazil, but, but they speak in a different language, right? So it doesn't really um, connect with the rest. But Argentina, Chile, Colombia, and and Mexico, I would say, are I are like the front runners. And I would also say that Mexico was one of the you know late bloomers because 
you know, we, we already have like great podcasts in, in Colombia, Argentina and, and Chile before, you know, it took off in Mexico. I think people in, in Mexico perhaps were listening to, to shows in English or perhaps, you know, they simply weren't, you know, getting into podcasting early enough. And so once, you know, the market in Mexico started to accelerate, we saw that, you know, some companies emerged and they emerged with, you know, some sort of uh, aggressiveness, right, towards the market. Like they didn't come in, you know, knocking at the door. They came in with a kick uh, at the door, right? And they were like, here we are and we're gonna, you know, conquer this part of the the spectrum. And And so I think, you know, you have a lot of back and forth between these countries because, you know, I listen to, to shows from, from, from all of these countries that I really enjoy. And there's even one called Radio Ambulante, which tries to fuse all of these countries into a, you know, single storytelling podcast that's actually uh, distributed by NPR. It's called Radio Ambulante, right? And, and so these guys, this is one of the most ambitious shows in Latin America. And like the founder of that show is from Colombia, but the show can take place anywhere across, you know, Latin America. And I, for me, it's one of the best pieces of audio storytelling content, not only in Spanish speaking audience, but also to, you know, English based audiences worldwide. And the good thing is that they even have an app, um, if I recall correctly, it's called Lupa. And so that app actually helps you speak um, and, and learn Spanish through their podcasts. And in real time, you can get the meaning of it. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Okay, cool. Let's talk about Mexico now. You said it was a late bloomer, uh, obviously heavily influenced by your neighbor. America, I imagine. What sort of content is popular now locally in Mexico? I think in Mexico, you're seeing a lot of content from people who are doing uh, TV and, you know, famous actors or even influencers. Um, they're, they're sort of migrating from other genres into podcasting. So you're seeing a lot of interview style podcasts, you're seeing a lot of cross promotion, right? So you, you can see, you know, the same guy being interviewed by all of the podcasters. And definitely there's a scene where there are some key players that are, are sort of cross promoting between each other and, and comedians. You, you see a lot of comedians, guys who were doing standups and, and who had their, you know, their Netflix specials. They're very likely to have a podcast mm. as well. And apart from that, there's also the, the other side of this thing, which is the high quality fiction or, or nonfiction storytelling podcast, sort of aching to that serial or perhaps in that sort of fictional, Wondery style podcast, we're seeing a lot of that. And of course, we're seeing Wondery as well, translate all of their shows mm. and Gimlet uh, translate, but not only translate, but also owning on the regional aspects of, of each country and sort of making that translation also, you know, in terms of 
what, what it's called um, tropicalization, right? Hmm. So they're, they're, they're localizing content. Does that work? Do they, can they take a business wars and reformat it in Spanish for a Mexican market? Does that work for local listeners? Yeah, that's 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 exactly what they've done. Mm. I think I think you can do it better with fiction work. When it comes to to business wars, for example, you you would have the same stories, but when it comes to like I mean, you would have the same story and if we are talking about Pepsi and Coca-Cola, I mean, it's the same Pepsi and Coca-Cola in English or in Spanish, right? They, they're US-based companies either way. Like you cannot change the facts. But then if you're talking about a show like Dr. Death, uh, those things can change, right? You don't have to base the story with, you know, English sounding names or cities or even the expressions that you use those can be changed so the the audience doesn't feel like they're watching something that's foreign they can they can really feel that it's something that's uh close to them hmm. that's cool all right then last question what do you think we should what local market so starting with mexico or maybe just focus on Mexico. What's exciting at the moment in terms of what is happening differently there? Now, you said it was a late bloomer, so Mexico is maturing. Uh, every market seems to be doing something unique. They all have their own styles. Um, we've gone from copying Wondery and uh, NPR and Gimlet to developing local styles and stuff that's interesting. Is there anything unique happening in Mexico now that we should watch out for you think is interesting to the listeners? Yeah, definitely. I think I think you should watch for one thing is what's happening in, in the market and how that's translating to the content, right? So right now we're seeing the emergence of networks with big budgets, right? And so these networks can create high quality shows. They can do more. Uh, you can expect to see more of, of the NPR, Wondery, Gimlet sort of type of content. You can start to see a lot of branded content. I think a lot of startups in Mexico are going, are going to start podcasting in a serious way quite soon. And... If, if there's something I would say unique here in Mexico, perhaps is the way in, in which people from, you know, every part of the country can bring their own views into it, right? Like I think in, in Mexico, you have a lot of um, focus on Mexico City, right? Or, or maybe Monterey, the big cities. And I think podcasting, can bring us a perspective into different areas of Mexico and, you know, like stories that you wouldn't otherwise listen to, right? I think that's the power. Like you can bring, for example, right now I'm not living in Mexico City. I'm living in, in Tepoztlan, which is one hour and a half away from Mexico City. But, you know, the stories you listen to there are really different to the ones you would hear in the city. Like there you would, you would have a much bigger focus on environmentalism, on, you know, on, on water, on, you know, the, the way in which people speak would be very different. You would have 
very unique forms of connection happening in all these places. I think that's that's where we need to explore more, right? The the quality of podcasting that can bring, you know, this very, you know, niche regions and very unique traditions and and create these narratives and these audio soundscapes where you get to to explore the the cultural richness of of Mexico, right? And how it's expressed sonically. We have a huge you know, if if you were to come to Mexico, you would experience a unique blend of sounds. And it could be the animals that, that are here. It could be the sounds of the city in that they are unique. You have these people producing, sort of announcing what they sell on the streets. Mm. Like, like street vendors usually have like their tune or they have their unique way in which they announce their, their products. And... All of that blends with the music. You, you can hear to a lot of music here. And then that's going to change from city to city. So I think that's very exciting for me. You know, being an audio guy, I think that very rich uh, sound design, storytelling, that's what really excites me the most. And I think this medium gives you like a limitless canvas of exploration, right? Like you can do anything here. And, mm. and that. That's one of the things I love the most. Fantastic. You've been listening to The Age of Audio with me, Graham Brown, from the award-winning podcast agency Pickle & Co. To get access to all the audio conversations and book content for The Age of Audio, go to www.theageofaudio.com. One more time, theageofaudio.com. 